you can pursue your purposeful work, your passion filled work, even though you are an introvert, it's not a limitation. It becomes a strength. A lot of times the what you desire is on the other side of a fear. Welcome back to the Video Simplified Podcast with your hostess, the mostess, Diana Gladney. Super pumped and glad and excited to be here with you uh, for this week's episode. Uh, this officially marks my third year of being um, completely full-time uh, and self-employed just since May 10th, 2019, um, where I literally... <laughs> tapped my supervisor on the shoulder and walked out of my full-time job of, I think it had been maybe uh, five years or so at the time. So I'm very, very humbled, very honored, very grateful for the opportunity to uh, honestly walk uh, out on faith and literally just, it, some people say, y'all oh, is taking a chance or all oh, you, um, just going for it or, or whatever, you know, but for me, um, it literally was stepping out on, on faith. Um, it is nothing but a hundred percent, like just my relationship with God and fully trusting God that has made this possible. Um, because it's been, uh, so many times where I thought about it before and I just wasn't sure. And I knew that, like eventually one day, quote unquote, one day it would happen. But, um, you know, and I was definitely taking steps, working towards it and learning it just the, the when I did it <laughs> was not uh, like the way that they say you need to plan to do it and all that extra other stuff. So um, instead of just kind of like recounting, because I've done that um, on different episodes, because my time on YouTube and how many years it's been is different from uh, the time frame that it's been of being full time. And so being able to um, just celebrate those those days, celebrate the days of my very first video to celebrating now, you know, three years from, um, you know, and it was on a Friday. It was crazy. Uh, it was a pay Friday. <laughs> and I just, you know, I had like, I think it was like 96, 96 dollars would be left uh, once I had paid all my bills because I paid my bills before I left work because I needed to know. Um, like, okay, if I do this, like, what am I going to have left? And it was like nothing. <laughs> and so it was so wild. Um, but you know, I, I, on Fridays would be the live stream, uh, on the YouTube channel. And I went ahead and, and announced it then. Um, and it would, it was like, would be within uh, several hours or so. Uh, it's just incredibly grateful um, and just humbling and honoring experience to go through uh, these last couple years, last few years, you know, because of couples too. So <laughs> last few years. Uh, so instead of talking about just how I feel, um, I want to take some of the things that I've learned uh, over these last several years, because when you're an introvert, you are still looking and searching for some forms of comfort when you're going through and finding your lane and finding your vibe. Um, you're still going through some level of comfort when you start getting into the content creation space. And when you are still working full time or you still 
um, are reliant on maybe some someone or something in that way, like there's a cushion there, you can progressively move forward at a slower pace than you would then when you go full time. Because when you go full time and especially when you get into uh, building a team and now you have other people's livelihoods um, on you, like when when you win or when you fail, um, you're not just the only person that's impacted by it. And obviously, uh, even if you don't have a team, you may have family members, you may have children, you may have a spouse, um, you may have things that you're committed to that require some kind of financial buy-in and you're like, mm, I don't know about that, <laughs> you know, or, or so it's always going to be something like relying on those do- dollars, but it is a different feeling uh, when somebody else's livelihood is, is there. And, you know, I'm extremely honored and grateful to say, um, you know, to date, we've never missed payroll in our company. We have never missed payroll. We've never not had where uh, the employees got paid. So I'm, I'm honored and grateful. And that's not like to boast, um, but it just sharing like the blessing uh, of what, what has transpired in that time frame, And I'm like extremely honored, but when you're introverted, there's some things that you may not do because you're, again, you're always searching uh, and looking for comfort. So in this uh, week's podcast episode, I wanted to talk about, um, you know, some of the things that you can do to start uh, not just really getting comfortable, comfortable uh, for real on camera, because you've probably researched this topic uh, already a lot. You've probably already looked into um, blog posts. You may have listened to some other uh, podcasts or watched some other YouTube videos um, on it. You, you may have a flip book around. You may have some stuff on a Google Notes or Apple Notes on your phone. Like you probably already seen and heard some stuff. But I hope that it encourages you that like most people, they're very baffled by this and, and um, kind of the inspiration for this podcast topic uh, is not just uh, today being the day that uh, I had quit my job a few years ago, but the fact that I was on a podcast interview um, recently and it's just like, now, hold on now. I heard you just say you're introverted. And I'm like, yeah. And I, I greatly <laughs> share that. I'm glad to share that because you can pursue your purposeful work, your passion filled work. Even though you are an introvert, it's not a limitation. It becomes a strength. You just need to know how to leverage it. So, you know, yes, I want to teach you and share with you some things on how to get comfortable and more comfortable on camera. But I really want to share with you some strategies um, in these tips uh, that we're going to be diving into uh, today because I fully believe if you can do this uh, and and leverage these tips, you can really change your life, like really change your life. A lot of times the what you desire is on the other side of a fear. What you desire is on the other side of a fear that is not as big as it seems in your imagination. When you were a kid, if you were ever bullied, which I was uh, to an extent, <laughs> and then after a while, it's like, I ain't about to be about that life. <laughs> we about to, 
I ain't scrapping with nobody because, you know, you grew up in sometimes a little bit of a hood neighborhood or, or whatever. Maybe it's all the way hood. So uh, but I can tell you what you knew the people that fought all the time and won. You knew the people that got in fights and didn't win. I was not trying to be a part of neither one of those camps. I'm just like, how about we just be friends? Let's just let's just do that. Let's just be friends. And so I got along with everybody. But you learn to stand up to uh, people. You know, you always learn to stand up for yourself. And so the one thing that when you're thinking about if you ever went through that experience, if you especially like bullying or even you know somebody or maybe your kids uh, or niece and nephew suffer through that. I think some everybody like you can touch somebody within two, three people like it's not that far before you encounter somebody that's like dealt with bullying. And if you ask them. What did it feel like having to go to school the very next day, like you're at home, you get to a place, relax, you watch your favorite cartoons, you watch your favorite shows. You do your homework, you engage with your family and interact. And it's somewhere in that night of getting ready for the next day or when you're laying out your clothes or something that you it, you're reminded that you have to reface that bully again. And it's even worse when you specifically know the when, where and why you're going to encounter them. Maybe you tried some counter moves. It's like, okay, I'm not going to go down that hallway. I'm going to go a different hallway and, you know, I'm going to get around them and stuff like that. And it's just like, at some point you had to encounter the bully. But if you ask yourself or just remember, or if you ask somebody the way that you felt about that bully in that day and everybody's level of bullying is different um, and how severe it is, but, you know, just, just say, small to medium on a small, medium, large scale, you know, it's just to say mediocre. It's not, it's not extreme, but it it, it is it's definitely challenging. I think on any level it's challenging. You, you, at some point you have to address that. At some point you're going to have to see that person. And, and like I say, you got to square up with them. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I want you to think about that day, very next day that you got to go to school. And how big that bully was in your mind versus today, when you reshare that story, is that person, that thing, that situation as big as it was back then? No. And there is some levels of success in your personality and your character building in causes or things that you became passionate about that maybe you're involved with in nonprofits and stuff um, that, you know, you're able to take that pain and that became a passion or a purposeful work and you're able to help someone with it. Right. And so however you're dealing with that or dealt with that or whatever the case is, there's something greater always on the other side of that experience. And so I want to talk about these uh, three different tips, strategies when it comes to um, not just getting comfortable on on camera, but really dominating uh, and you're having like a strong camera presence, especially when you are an introvert. But we're going to dive into that right after this week's Gear Fix. This week's Gear Fix is brought to you by Ecamm simplified course hosted by the hostess with the mostest me Diana Gladney and so this is in partnership with 
Ecamm Live. This is a 20 plus video series uh, that um, I recorded and did, and we did this as a course in a course style. So this isn't your uh, average Joe Schmo uh, YouTube videos, which I think my YouTube videos are pretty guys darn great. However, um, these are way more in depth. And so you can take your time with these. And if you don't already uh, or haven't tried Ecamm, you can go to dana.link forward slash Ecamm, get you a free trial, but don't try to figure this out yourself. Go through these tutorials, see how easy it is. Uh, and and <laughs> you can also get access to some free re resources and tools. Uh, but of course, because you're listening to the podcast, you can go to dyna.link forward slash gear fix to go ahead and get access to this course. Um, again, it's available on YouTube now, in addition to getting you a free trial. Uh, and if you let us know where you're coming in from, hit us up at our support email. And uh, let's just say I'll give you something as a free gift. How about that? So make sure you go to dyna.link forward slash forward slash in English <laughs> gear fix. I can talk. I can speak English. <laughs> All right. I am just very, very passionate about um, the concept of overcoming objections that are honestly from self-inflicted wounds because psychologically if you cannot control the what is happening uh in your mind it don't matter like nothing else matters like literally nothing else matters so the first strategy i want to dive into is the the i'd say tip number one if you will is just call it that tip number one would be have a bigger why or have a big enough why and the reason why i say a big enough why because sometimes sometimes what you think is your why really isn't it's a beneficiary of your why here's what i mean by that the most commonly shared beneficiary beneficiary <laughs> i can speak english <laughs> the most commonly um, shared beneficiary response when as when a parent is asked what is your why they say my kids now ask them why they can't do something and they'll say the same answer my kids so <laughs> it's like or people will say i got the kids quote unquote like they got a disease it might be for you i don't know because i dropped my nieces and nephews off after a while <laughs> so <laughs> i don't know what to tell you okay they came out with z quill for a reason i'm just saying but <laughs> uh, when you think about the beneficiary of something, they the, there's a reason, a root reason for why that thing is created. However, outside of the initial purpose of, let's say, a contract or an agreement or whatever, that contract, that agreement has beneficiaries to it. Okay, well your why, your reason for why you're doing this, you have beneficiaries. Your children benefit from this because you want them to benefit from this by being able to go to different schools, being able to have different options, being able to do all these different things. That's great. However, they're still a beneficiary. They are not the core reason why. And some people sometimes 
Uh, and I think it's it's easy, and I can honestly say this in my experience, women have most easily attributed their reason why to their children because they're very emotionally attached and their children are very emotionally attached and reliant on them, especially when they're doing it by themselves. I get it. It doesn't change the fact that your children are a beneficiary. And the reason I believe this so strongly is because we all have a purpose long before your children arrive. The fact that your children are now present and they're here, they become a beneficiary of the original root reason why. Maybe they inspire you to add to that additional element that maybe would not have been in the original contract, if you will. So if I decide in the next five or 10 years or whatever that I want to, you know, have children, the original root and reason for why I choose to create content, why I get up every day, why I push so hard to achieve not just the goals that I have, but literally, literally my life purpose and mission of why I'm here every day. The core of that really doesn't change. The fact that now the children may come after the fact, they now, of course, become beneficiaries of it. But we also may add in some additional things that we also want for them and for them to also benefit from. However, your core reason and root is always going to be something else. It's not just because you have children. It's not just because you want better for it. It's not just because you want all, like it's more. So you need a big enough. Why? Now, for some people, it might be that you do feel really, really, really strongly. But go deeper. Ask yourself why I did this exercise that I'm about to share with you in about I said, I feel like I was like 22, maybe 23 years old. And what I ended up doing was um, and this was a, a exercise my mentor had me to do, which was the topical reason of when you say your why put that on a piece of paper like this is a pen and paper exercise. This ain't text and typing and you can but it's so much deeper when you go pen and paper because you take in the intangible, tangible, you know what I'm saying? Taking it from an idea, putting it on pen and paper. So now we're doing this written example and it's like, okay, what are you saying that you want to do? Oh, I want to do X, Y, and Z. Great. Why? Because I want to do such and such. Okay, great. Why? Um, because I believe such and such. Now we're getting someplace. Because when you get to pass what you want to do, to even though like I'm just only asking why. Why? You can't repeat the same answer. So get that out your mind. <laughs> Don't repeat the same answer that you just wrote before. But do this 15 to 30 times. Like go 15, 30, 30 lines deep. It may not take that long. But it might, and it may take longer, but do what's required to get the real answer. At some point, you're going to get down to just listing topical answers at first. Then you start getting down a little bit closer to the core. 
where you start getting into things of, well, because I believe such and such, not I feel. Get away from I feel because sometimes your feelings aren't accurate. So don't lean into the I feel, write it if that's what you think. But when the next why has to be answered on the very next line, you may say I feel again, maybe two or three times. But at some point you're going to get into asking yourself why, and then you'll get into the I believes. And when you get into because I believe, and it's like, mm, okay, why do you believe that? Now you may get it again back into some I feels again. It's okay to go from I feel to I believe to I feel because there are feelings obviously at- attached and tied to that belief system. That is fine because if it's in a balloon, the initial I feel is on the outside of the balloon. The belief is the balloon, the exterior. Now we going inside when you say, I, I feel again, right? So I guess an example, depending on your kind of person you are, maybe like to describe like a cell or literally, or like the nucleus would be better. So the feelings of the nucleus, it's fine. Now you start getting into that somewhere in this area, in this zone, you're going to strike gold. Because now you're getting 15, 20 lines deep into this exercise. And this is just one line sentences. And you may need to say it out sometimes if, um, like I used to do stuff in the car, uh, especially like the drives to work and the drives home uh, and lunch breaks. Because those were the longest gaps of times that I would be uh, in the car. And so I want to make sure that I'm leveraging that time. And so because of this, I would do the audio recorder um, and I still have the voice memos app like on my Apple Watch. I didn't have an Apple Watch at the time, but I still have it on my uh, phone, the voice recorder memo app. All phones have these, but I would have it as a quick key button to start the recording. Now we have these automated audible systems and you can say, hey, such and such. And obviously they're always listening (laughs) and you to chime in. Fantastic. Well, Take that in consideration. Now, when you get to talking, same thing. I don't know how long this may take you to record this, but just do it audibly. And then most of the stuff now will automatically transcribe it for you. Or you can use something like Otter, Descript, uh, Rev.com, uh, um, which I think uh, is fine, but I like Descript. So you can dine it, dine it out link for it slash Descript. Uh, it's way more accurate. Uh, is a great resource for more than just this episode uh, uh, concept here. So that, but you got to get past the beneficiary to get pat to get to the bigger reason why you have to have a big enough why. Because if you don't, it ain't gonna get you through them days you don't feel like it. It ain't gonna get you through them days that you ain't feeling right or something, or somebody didn't say something, or you had uh, a weird day at work, or um, somebody was getting on your nerves. Like, <laughs> it's always attached to a feeling like a something like that. It ain't going to be strong enough to get you through. Or when you have to push through, 
ain't going to be strong enough to push you all the way through the door. It won't be strong enough. So have a big enough reason why. Number two, you need something to snap you out of it. You need a playlist. You need songs or you need videos. I love TikTok for this reason. It knows to send me all the funny stuff. And I love TikTok because they're super smart. By just letting you download the full video, it adds in the specific watermarks, um, not just so you know what app it came from, but who's the person's profile, all of that. Fantastic. So we don't ever have to worry about um, anything. You can download the whole thing. And I love this because you can keep not only like good, relevant tips and information and stuff like that on uh, your phone, but you could save that stuff. If you got Dropbox or something of the like, Google Drive even, I think some of everybody has just because you have a Gmail account, save it there and call it the your hype me up playlist or something like that. Because when you have this and you got the day that you're not feeling like it or you need to transition from a negative mental state to a positive mental state, sometimes especially if you're not used to doing this, just citing and stating affirmations in the moments when they're not true, because you really are on the other side of the spectrum of how you feel in that day, ain't gonna be enough to push you over the hump. So in addition to that, I do believe it's important to say what you are believing for. Like I'm having a fantastic day. Everything is going well. Everything is going well for me. Things always work out in my favor, all of that. So uh, for me personally, um, especially like if if stuff is uh, distracting you. Um, so initially, like when I first quit my job, um, like and all distractions are equal. And if you've listened to the, this podcast and you've heard me say that all distractions are equal. OK. With that being said, when I first got started, I said I ain't have no money. So now I'm sitting and I'm trying to figure this crap out. And I'm like, God did not give me the spirit of fear. Okay. I I just say that over and over again. God did not give me the spirit of fear. <sighs> through, all th- through him, all things are possible. And I'm like, I have faith to believe everything is going to work out in my favor. God is God of abundance. And with him, there is no lack. I just repeat that over and 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 over in moments where I was really, really feeling off. Get down on my knees in this office back there at my settee, or I just call it like the couch. Get on my knees and pray for real. Ain't had to be long, five, 10 minutes, just something. And then I just like recounting it and just saying and saying and saying, not when I'm praying, but I would pray. Also, though, what I'm believing, but I would say what I'm believing for. Okay, now I want something to help me emotionally make the transition um, to get me out of this negative mental state. And so I wasn't watching TikTok or nothing at the time, but I still do this to this day as far as whatever it is. And so I love Earth, Wind and Fire. Love Earth, Wind, and Fire, and it kind of don't matter what you listen to uh, of their their song, their music. It's fantastic. It is like it, especially like you watch the videos, you see the costumes and the effects and all that stuff they do for the video. Incredible, because you know somebody's auntie, grandma, somebody was in that video. So 
<laughs> it's just funny uh, to watch. And again, just me thinking about it, it makes me laugh, you know, kind of getting chills a little bit just because it's funny. It makes me feel good. Um, and so like Boogie Wonderland, first song I'm going to play, Boogie Wonderland uh, by Earth, Wind and Fire. I'm singing. Um, I'm stopped doing what I'm doing as long as I don't have a meeting or something that I need to be to that's time, you know, street or whatever. But even if I'm waiting for that person to join, it's like, like I'm going through the whole song. I found romance when I start to dance in boogie wonderland. Like it makes me feel good already. Endorphins is kicking. Feel like literally endorphins is kicking right now just because that's one of my number one go-to feel-good tracks, Boogie Wonderland. That's because I like the music. Find whoever it is. Don't go listen to some rap song or something that's depressing or sad. And be like, I like this song. Go find a better song. Find something with good lyrics, life-giving lyrics, okay? But something that really makes you feel good, hype, empowered, ready to go. Um, and just fit five, ten, don't go to 15 minutes because that's already too long. Five to 10 minutes. It's got to be good. Now, something like Boogie Wonderland, maybe just listening to that one song because, you know, old school songs can get a little long. But you need your playlist of stuff. And if it may be starting your day off well, set up some reminders to change things. But you got to have that snap me out of it playlist to make you start feeling good when you don't feel well. Now, physically feeling well also uh, again, that's a challenge because with stage four endometriosis and, and battling that constantly, it's a constant challenge. However, it's okay. It is okay. Like if you having a migraine or something physically, when you really got some ailments, those are those days you have to know yourself, I think. And then also know also I'm gonna have to push through. I'm going to have to push through. And it's not a, I'm going to have to suck it up. That's what I tell myself. That language works for me. It's like, I need to suck it up. I'm going to have to suck this up. I'm going to have to do it. That works for me. That language may not work for you. But I will encourage you. There are times when you will have to push through and you do not feel like it. You physically are pushing it. I'm not saying keep driving and you need to stop or something that's endangering, endangering your life. But sometimes it's just like, okay, but I'll time it. I got 20 minutes to knock out this video that should be five or 10 minutes long overall in length. That means I really need to hit it. But if I notice I'm, I can't do this. And I have had those days where I sit down, I record it and I'm like, I'm going to have to, okay, I'm going to have to do it. I'm going to do it. Sit down, get ready to record. The pain is too much. I'm making so many mistakes that don't have nothing to do with not stating the tip the way that I want to, or, you know, I don't try to perceive perfection in my videos. So sometimes if I have an accidental stutter or something like that, we might take certain things out. So it's not uh, distracting, but there's just some things that just don't get edited out. Podcasts are very uh, much so raw in that sense, but videos on YouTube, hundreds of videos in uh, probably like hundreds and hundreds of videos in, not worried about that stuff, but I'm, I'm making real, real bad mistakes. Like it's taking me forever to try to get the first thing that I want to say out. Um, and, I, and I'm getting more frustrated by it. And I'm like, okay, 
I tried. <laughs> I really, really, really put forth the effort to do this. Um, it's not working. I need a time. I, I need to either just call it for the day. And that may mean canceling meetings or whatever, or just rescheduling the record day, but not getting comfortable in doing that because it's easy to say, I don't feel like it. Endometriosis, check it off the box, you know, just, uh. so you have to understand what are your challenges? What are those things that may get in the way? And if it's emotional based, which a lot of times it will be, how can you get out of that? This includes introverts. <laughs> this is episode specifically for you. This includes when you're thinking too much, when you're thinking over and over and over again, when you won't shut up in your own head, <laughs> when you keep thinking the same thoughts over and over again, when you keep asking yourself, what if, and what about, and what if the what abouts? Stop it. Listen to your pick me up music. Listen to your pick me up tracks five or 10 minutes, five or 10 minutes. Boogie Wonderland is my top recommendation if you need a pick me up. Third tip here, continuously beat up your mental bullies. Continuously put them on notice. And I say you need to continually beat them up because you would think that after so long or after so many whatever's, it's not a factor anymore. It just goes away. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. That's not, I don't know anybody that it's worked for. It's like, oh, I never have those challenges again. Like, no. So when you are going through and you're, like I said, I achieved a lot of goals. I know I've shared this on previous podcast episodes. I've, I've achieved a lot of the goals that I thought would be honestly a few years down the road. And it's like, man, that's incredible. We did this. We did this. We achieved this. We've helped these many people out. We've been like, man, like, wow. Um, and, and I'm like, okay, we need to think bigger, thinking bigger, believing bigger and to achieve bigger means you're going to have some different mental bullies that you now may be newly presented with or maybe some old recurring things that you now need to beat up bullies. Number one, having good mentors is everything. Having good mentors is everything. Having a good um, group of friends around you, is a, it means a lot. It's very life-giving, very life-giving. And you need friends and you need people and certain family members. Uh, maybe you don't need them around you if they're too negative. So be mindful of that. Um, but you really have to protect your ears and your mind. Because when you are saying things that are not life-giving and you're just not in that space, it don't matter how many times you listen to Boogie Wonderland or whatever, it ain't kicking over. You need friends that'll speak life into you. You need friends that'll speak life into you. And like, not just um, kind of just like, well, it'll be all right. No, I mean, really speak life into you. Everybody needs that. Everybody needs that. People that are above you, 
need that as far as like your, your mentors, people like that. And the people that maybe you're mentoring, everybody needs life-giving affirmed words spoken to them, right? I literally have that uh, happen for me today. Everybody needs it. Everybody needs it. And it's great to have that. And if you have um, a screenshot of it, um, we have this for uh, like it's uh, in our Slack channel. We have a, it's called praise. And so you have positive things. Some people save theirs in maybe like Dropbox or something like that, but save the stuff that even, especially if you're building a community, you're building a brand, save those voice memos, save those freaking whatever it emails, save those screenshot, those uh, YouTube comments, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, whatever, save those and go look at them. Because sometimes you just need to know you got this. Like, it's okay. Like you're good, right? You constantly need to beat up those mental bullies. And sometimes, not even sometimes, that stuff is ammunition for you. It's ammunition for you. So don't think that just because you're X, my X, Y, Z years in, I'm, I'd love to listen to this episode in 10 years. Um, you know, I love to listen to um, the advice that I give myself in not in 10 years, but when I'm at that 10 year mark, what's the next 20, the next 10 years look like. So in 20 years, so it's always going to be something else and what you need may change, but to get you off the ground, a lot of times keep a praise report around you of things that you've done well, it does help to have a journal um, or something, maybe a Google notes for you or something. When stuff was going like, do, 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 we've done this, we've done this, it's like achievements and all those different things. Have that snap out of it, kind of a playlist that helps emotionally bring you back and stuff like that. And hell, listen to it while you read praise report stuff and, and, and revisit those, those things, revisit that stuff. Because you always want to need to beat up the bully. And if you don't have a big enough why to beat up the bully, they're going to push you around. Those mental bullies will push you around if you're not careful. And so to mentally conquer that space, it reminds me of video games. Like you constantly having the big boss battles and like every next boss is bigger than the last one, but you're progressing on and on and on and on and on until you win the game. It's a great feeling because you know what it took to get through each of the levels. You know how your character developed. Life is the same way. Life is the same way. Being an introvert is very empowering because most of the time you pretty much know how you operate. You know what it takes for you to recharge. You know when you need periods of silence. Bake that into your day. Maybe that means getting up earlier. Maybe that means staying up later. So you have those moments of silence and quiet or whatever it is that you need for you. Whatever it is that you need for you. But being an introvert is a superpower. And for those that are extrovert, there are things about that. That's superpower uh, for extrovert. For those that are ambiverts, it's super by everybody. But everybody has a superpower. I don't think nobody's really complaining about the Justice Justice League and who got whose superpower. You know, they always make the joke uh, about Batman 
don't really have no superpowers. He just rich. Being rich is a superpower. <laughs> so find your superpower. Be grateful for it. But no, everybody got a kryptonite. And so when you are going through your challenges, you're going through those um, just mental hiccups in the day. It is going to happen. You got to have a big enough why that will allow you to continually beat up your bullies, have your go-to playlist of things that's going to constantly uh, help you out and that will propel you. It'll propel you and it will fuel you in ways that just hoping things change won't. So that's where I'm going to leave it for this week's episode. So if you're new here, Come back around for next week's episode or go check out one of the other episodes that we have on the podcast. Again, this podcast is dedicated to you helping you simplify the video creation process. But if you know somebody else, they may be able to take advantage of that. Want to get started in YouTube or starting creative videos, share the link with them. Kick them over one of the episodes that you found valuable or that you think would help them out the most. And if you haven't left a rating or review, be sure to do that. I highly appreciate it. And as I love to end all of my podcasts, the winds of life blows on us all, but it is how you set your sails. With that, guys, live a passion. I'll see you on the next episode of the video Simplify Podcast. Take care. Mm-hmm.